Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time so they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome once again to the Secrets of the High Demand Coach podcast. And I am here with yet another high demand coach, and that is Zach Smith. Zach's been a trusted voice in mindset, career optimization, and leadership coaching for over 10 years. He's coached thousands of employees across mid-market and enterprise-level organizations, aligning their careers with their true calling and passion to create total life fulfillment. Well, Zach, I'm so excited to have you here. And just the little bit I was able to see, you know, from your bio and your, uh, your website, it's just some really exciting stuff happening. And, uh, but I know there's a really cool story behind all of that. So I'd actually like to start there. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you were doing before this decade of coaching and, and ultimately why you decided to, to step into the arena and, and, and coach. Yeah, you got it, Scott, and, and thanks for having me on. Excited to excited to chat with you today. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I had a I had a previous life uh, before before stepping into to coaching and and ultimately uh, co founding Activate One Eighty. I um, I've always been uh, always been hyper driven. Always been really ambitious, and uh, you know that started for me in, in sports, and then really after sports turned to business. And um, as I started to to go down that path, and I had a I had a successful career pretty early on became an executive at a young age and as i continued to uh to climb higher and higher and, and and keep getting promoted and and keep taking on more responsibility i also started to see behind the scenes i started to be in the meetings sitting at the tables where i started to feel the misalignment around mm-hmm. who companies say that they want to be and then what actually happens with the culture what what ends up uh, being felt uh, by by people uh, that are that are a part of the team and 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 just started to feel that myself um started to feel the misalignment and it started to get stronger and stronger for me and uh, you know i i i, I ultimately I, I think i you know i like to say that I, I realized that this ladder that i was climbing ended up realizing that it was on the wrong wall and 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 so that that for me was actually a pretty difficult time um it, it was difficult because i i knew that i had to reinvent myself i knew that it was time that i had to find the way to use my gifts, that fire, that passion that I had, but towards something that I really cared about, something that mattered. And so it did send me on a journey and and I had to completely walk away from an industry and a career that I knew well, that I was well known in. And when so much of your identity is wrapped into that, there's a lot to unwind. There's a lot to unpack there. So I actually just separated myself. I took about a year and just went out really looking to understand what is it that brings people fulfillment? What is it that brings people happiness? And 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 really go outside of the culture that I grew up in, that I had known, that I had 
shoved down my throat essentially growing up of this is this is what it should be this is the dream but i, I truly wanted to discover what my dream was and so had some incredible experiences traveling uh traveling across the world um just really uh going deep with 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 different cultures around the world wanting to understand what brought people happiness and i found that and fulfillment and i found that it was you know it was being able to find some purpose in your life it was about community um, and it was about finding the things that brought you joy. That's what I really found. It was about finding your definition of success and no one else's. And so yeah. that for me, um, set me on this journey of, oh, I get to use, I, I see, I see now I get to use my, uh, my experience and background in understanding business because I've had this, this passion and, and thirst for learning. And I get to couple that with what I've learned and what I've known throughout my, um, throughout my journey and, and exploration. Um, wow. and that, that's where it really came from for me. Yeah. Fantastic. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, you're you're doing coaching, uh, consulting work. Tell us about what would you say today? Some of the most important work you're doing for your clients. For for some of the for for so many of our clients, I, I think it's a it's a few things, Scott. It's it's about finding it's about finding alignment. So we so we really take a systemic coaching approach in what we do. So it's about working with the individuals inside of an organization. So so really diving in with them, understanding their their goals, their ambitions, uh, their development needs, the things that might be staying in their way, but also looking at the culture as a whole. So also doing organizational development within the culture, helping people um, develop deeper levels of emotional intelligence, understand how to communicate more effectively. So actually give them frameworks for mm. how to deliver feedback, how to take feedback, how to um, how to resolve conflict, what our relationship is with these things. And, and as we start to, what we say, activate the individuals, then we start to see the teams come online and activate. And for us, it's really about this understanding that, you know, Aristotle said it well, right? It's the, the whole is greater than the sum of all the parts. There's this amplification effect when you can get people truly activated and see like for me, being activated mean that light turns on in your eyes again. You feel that, that passion, that engagement that excitement. And I think this is one of the things that's really missing for companies right now is yeah. how do we engage people fully? How do we, how do we get them aligned with what we want to do? And it takes both. It takes the, the individual work and then it takes the work of the team. Right. Right. So uh, I remember uh, as we were growing our company, uh, we're kind of getting to this place where it's like, you know, there's a lot more people that are are not in the leadership th team than in the leadership team. You you know, it's, it's uh -huh. like and and we can see okay, that's getting bigger and bigger. And so, a lot of what happened, a lot of the success of the organization was down to what was happening outside of the leadership circle. And we started bumping into some of this stuff that you're talking about. You know, the fulfillment of employees, which it's not that it wasn't there beforehand. We just recognized it played a more central role than before. It didn't happen automatically like it used to. Is is probably a better way of saying it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I remember it was a little intimidating kind of walking in and saying like, what are your goals? What are your goals? What's your definition of success? Because it's like, well, what happens when those don't align with what we're doing and, and how we are? So uh, let's kind of walk through that process because I'd imagine you're bumping into this with a lot of clients. So if we could, let's start with kind of the leadership perspective and then work our way toward the, you know, the ground level employees perspective. But what would you say to a leader in that position? They're, they're feeling that they hear what you're saying. Okay. It sounds right. Rings true. No, it's something we need to do. But if I'm honest, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Such a, such a great question, Scott. It is scary, right? I, I think having, um, having the the conversations that might stir up something in someone that, that may cause them to leave that can feel scary but the truth is if we're 
if we're not having those conversations, they're happening in people's heads and they're happening behind the scenes. So we're having back channel conversations. We're actually creating disconnection. So we're never going to get full alignment if we're not having right. those conversations. So, so we like to, we believe that transparency is the way through that. And so transparency, meaning we have conversations with companies up front of, Hey, as we start to dive in, our commitment to you is we're going to do everything we can to really work with people to, to try and engage them in their work, to really see if, if there is anything that will help them further engage and, and really feel fulfilled in their work here. But upon that exploration, if that really isn't available, as, as coaches, it's our responsibility to also not, um, not push any bias, not shift that power dynamic. So, so we will let them know that we're here to try and engage them. And if they're really not meant to be here, then it's not serving you as an organization. And there is such thing as good turnover. And let's support them in finding the thing that is going to be best for them. So you can put someone in that seat that will be fully engaged, that will fully align with your mission and will show up big for you every day. And let's do that in a way that's integrous and that, that feels clear and transparent. Because I think it's not just about how you treat the people in the company. It's also about how you treat people as they transition out. It's all of it, right? That's what creates that, that psychological safety within an organization, the cohesion, it's transparency and trust. So we, we believe that just being honest about here's what we're here for. Here's how we're going to help you as an individual. And here are our goals as an organization. And that, that keeps everything clear and, and on yeah. the surface. We find that to be really yeah. effective. That's so good. And, you know, just from my own experience, which, you know, pales in comparison to yours, but being that leader in that seat, I remember, you know, on the back end of the process, thinking how scary it was that we didn't know those things ahead of time, right? Like your perspective changes so much of like the real scary thing is, you know, like you're saying, these back channel conversations are happening. Your best people are about to leave, right? And uh, it's just much easier to do all of that in the light. Uh, and and the other one, good turnover. That those those in today's world, like that's that's a a, a huge like what? But you're so right. Uh, and I, I love kind of the model and the mechanism for doing that. So let's kind of walk this down a little bit and let's look at you know front line of the organization, if you will. You know, kind of everyone outside of that leadership inner circle, they have someone like you come in and they're like, really another one, uh, you know, another thing from leadership or, or whatever that may be. What's it look like um, getting, you know, getting them to open up or for the leader saying, yes, I want that. What are some things that they would need to hear to help their people open up? Mm. Yeah. So, so I'll start with the first part and that's for those individuals. And, and so we're really honest that, Hey, this is, we're here for you. Yeah, we're here to support you in unlocking your full potential. Uh, the conversations that you have are fully confidential. That doesn't get shared with anyone. So, so we're here to help you in every way that's going to be more supportive. So, so although there are several different elements to what we're doing, it's an employee benefit. Yeah, we're really helping them create not just career success, but life success. We, we look at the whole person. So we help them with their relationships. We help them with um, health and wellness. We help them with finances. We help them make sure that they're having the life experiences that help them stay, uh, you know, stay in alignment with the type of life that they want to lead. So, so that helps further engage them. So we're really honest about why we're there and that that's really helps too, but it does. It takes a conversation or two to build trust. Or, I mean, as a coach, you know, that sometimes you gotta, you gotta dive in and you gotta realize, okay. Um, especially for someone that hasn't worked with a coach before, you gotta have this realization of, okay, I see what this is now. I see how this can support me. But as soon as a couple of those breakthroughs start to hit and you start to bring more awareness, that's when people really fully get it. And so we do everything that we possibly can to help them understand the process. Mm. And then 
people tend to trust us. And if they trust us and they trust the process that we're going to bring them through, they see great results. And when they start, when they start seeing the results, then, then, it, then, then it's game on. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's, that's kind of how we, with individuals and then with leaders, um, same, we, we, we meet with the leaders once a month. And so that's one of the things that we do is we meet with the executive team. And although all the conf- uh, the conversations that we have are always confidential, um, that we have with employees, we do also, we're able to identify trends and we're able to see, Hey, here's what we feel is happening within the organization. And so that, that really supports in this, this piece that we're talking about of the systemic coaching approach. Right. So, you know, it's, a, it's a bit like a triangle, right? We're supporting the individual supporting the organization, but our always transparent, always clear. And that's how I think leaders can really understand too, of how they can make cultural changes and how they can show up bigger for their people so that we're mm-hmm. you know, top down creating the, the systems approach to really support people. And then, and then people at this level are so having the important conversations that, that right. they need to have with leaders that they're um, prioritizing building the skills that support their leadership as well. Yeah. And so yeah. they start to see the dividends. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, what would you say? And, and one of the things that I love about the the type of work that you guys do is this being able to see kind of both camps, if you will, right? It, it's creating a, a little bit of a false divide and we're trying to, to pull that back together. But the, the two different perspectives, what would you say are some of the biggest gaps between those two perspectives right now? Leadership and, and between, frontline, yeah, if you will. leadership and individuals. I, I, I think the biggest gap is assumptions. I think it's I think it's assumptions at the end of the day. I think, um, and this is the biggest gap in any relationship. I think it's I'm assuming this is happening, or this is where I stand, or this is how this person thinks about me. This is how I'm doing in my job, but not speaking into it because the space might might not be there, or the courage might not be there to have that conversation. And then on the leadership side kind of assuming that people know where they stand and or know where they're at or know whether they're doing a good job. So I think it's the responsibility of a leader to to check in as often as possible, to let people know where they're at, to to give them really, really honest and, and actionable feedback, whether that's uh, reinforcement to help uh, amplify, right? I truly believe what you appreciate appreciates in people and um, but also the the opportunities and, and real examples of how they can how they can develop in those areas and, and where they stand and, and i think that creates comfort it creates direction and, and it creates a challenge for for employees so i think that is something that that is missing that's a big opportunity um that also is what I think helps, uh, or, or it ends up causing gaps as well with, you know, with a, with a leader delegating work to an employee, not understanding how much they have going on, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing from their perspective. So I think it's, yeah. it's assumptions and same with the employee, right? Not, not being willing or not having the courage or the space to have the tough conversation if they're feeling a certain way when you can create that synergy right and you know i mentioned this before but that that psychological safety to take interpersonal risk without without fear of, of retribution or um of hurting your credibility but really creating that two-way communication that is such a strong foundation for everything else to flourish and that that's one of the biggest gaps that we see and that's something we really work on with people is yeah. emotional awareness and then taking that awareness and and knowing how to communicate it yeah yeah, that's so good. Uh, I went through this exercise with a, another coach once who was helping me and a, a team out. And uh, he said, I want you to make two lists. I want you to make a list of the things that you know. And then I was like, okay. And you start writing it down. And then he's like, and I also want you to make a list of the things that you assume. It's like, oh, shoot, you know, scratch, move that over, scratch, move that over. It's fascinating. If you don't really look at it, it's fascinating how much of what you know, you really assume. And so, yeah, it's just such a great point. Um, And, and 
And I think for for both groups to recognize that's happening at scale, right? It's happening both ways. And uh, there's so much left unsaid uh, and unspoken that, you know, you just get a couple of things out there, creates clarity, and it's a whole different environment. That's such a great exercise, Scott. I love that. And, and I think what, what, what that exercise does, but also I think what our what we're doing as coaches when we're evoking awareness or asking questions, we're, we're creating movement, right? We're creating like the opportunity to shift to a different lens, to, to see something a little bit differently, which can then spark an idea. And then we, and then we pull on the thread of that idea and see what's really there, see what's real, see what's not. So I love that very simple exercise, but what yeah. I, you know, another one that I've heard that I really like is um, here's what's happening. Here's the meaning I'm assigning to it. <laughs> really simple. Yeah. yeah. And then like, just getting, getting in those patterns, the, the pattern recognition, I think is so big. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. So true. Um, so I could imagine uh, that uh, some folks could misinterpret needing you and your team as, as a failure of leadership. Like we should be able to, you know, coach our people to mentor our people to, to do it. what's the advantage of having someone from the outside come in and facilitate this kind of conversation and dialogue. Another another great question, Scott. Because we do, um, yeah, we 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 have had that not as actually as much as I would think have that come up, but but on occasion someone will bring that up or, or this hesitancy of well, should our leaders be able to do this? And and the truth is, what our coaches do is our coaches all have leadership backgrounds, so so they know the dynamics of of the business that they're working in, but they also have spent time going really down, really far down the rabbit hole of how to unlock people, how to how to ask the right questions, how to how to coach, how to empower. And so leaders have a lot on their plate already. And so they need to often focus on on strategy, on on check-ins, but having that third party to be able to communicate with, to be really honest about what's happening so they can step outside of the situation is so valuable. And, and as we're doing that, it's actually strengthening not only that individual, but the leader. So everyone's developing together and it's devoted time to growth and development. And so, you know, the way that a an individual leader is specializing in, in certain parts of their job, um, a coach is specializing in, in how do I support this people, but this person being the best version of themselves. That's not, mm. that's not always a leader specialty. Uh, a leader specialty is a little bit different. So, so this provides consistent, constant growth and development conversations as well as accountability toward it. So that's what we find is how it can be yeah. really helpful. Yeah. And outside, of, what does that look like for, you know, healthy, thriving organization outside of, a, you know, kind of the formal assessment process? Because some, sometimes you can just say, well, we do that right once a year uh, or maybe <laughs> before, you know, we're very, very nice once a quarter. So what does that look like as, as kind of a, a daily or weekly habit or ritual for a leader uh, that, that cares and, and wants to bring out the best in their people? Yeah, I think I think it's a few different things, Scott. Number one, I, I think it's it's just consistently checking in, especially in the in the hybrid environment that we're in right now. Um, again, going back to the assumptions that we can make, it's the check in of hey, how are you doing? Hey, where are we at on the things that we've discussed? Right. So so that, uh, the the check in, but also staying really consistent and and being really reliable as a leader. I think those are really important as a part of developing people and and not getting caught up in this this yeah you know, the the pattern of we're only checking in on on business but checking in on your people for real. Like the, yeah. the world is changing. People have a lot of things going on behind the scenes and if you show that you care about them and you check in, we truly believe if you take care of your people that they show up and they take care of your business in a really big way. So I think that like that foundationally is really big and then and then having having goals, we we really like OKRs, and that's what our coaches use. So, um, so really understanding what people's objectives are, and then what are the key results, and, and that way we can really know. Okay, are we progressing toward this? 
And if we don't hit it, it doesn't mean that there's a lot you're reprimanding, but it's instead, okay, what, why didn't we get there? What are we learning? Right. So just constantly being in this place of, of learning and growing and developing. And I think, you know, for, for companies that can get in that headspace of uh, it's okay. It's, it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes, but let's learn from them. Right. I, I remember, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard the story of Thomas Edison and when he, when he created the light bulb, um, but when they, you know, he failed at that invention 10,000 times. And, and when they asked him how he could possibly fail 10,000 times at, at trying to create something, he, you know, he said, I, I didn't fail 10,000 times. This was simply an invention that had 10,000 steps to it. And, and so it's just that perspective shift of uh, we're here to create something great. We're here to do it together. And let's support each other in figuring out what that means by making constant iterations, constant adjustments based off of the feedback that we get, that neutral yeah. feedback. Let's use it. Yeah, that's so good. All right. So a question, and I love to ask this of all my guests, but what would you say is the biggest secret that you wish wasn't a secret at all? What's that one thing that you just, you wish everybody listening out there knew? I like to speak from personal experience, Scott. For me, the the biggest realization that, that I made in my life is that fulfillment comes from service. It's not about me. Um, that that's not always the, uh, the, the message that we hear, um, you know, it's a, it's a lot about accumulation and, and about, um, just continuing to, to consume and earn and do more. And that's all fine. I'm all for abundance. I believe that people should be rewarded, but, uh, for, for the work that they do. But I think ultimately what I found is true fulfillment is about who do you serve? What do you do? Why do you do it? And I think I think a lot of coaches know this because they they've gone into this space. It's not always the easiest easiest path, but it's one of service. It's one of being able to support people. But going into organizations and, and working with individual people, you know, ultimately, I, th- I think that's a lot of what activation is about. Is about being the best version of yourself so that you can then let go of your attachment to having to prove yourself so that you can serve others. And I love the fact. That they that we are biologically and psychologically wired to feel that way when we support other people, yeah. and 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 I, I think that once people realize that it, it drops a lot of weight uh, that, that they have to carry around this this idea of of having that it just will never be enough if you if you're trying to to reach something that's only about you. Um, so that for me is like passions are for you, purposes about other people. So figure out yeah. um, figure out what you're doing, why you're doing it, and who it serves, and yeah. it opens up a lot of doors. Well. Wow. Well, so good. All right. So what I'd like to do here uh, in just a second, we'll we'll figure out how folks can get in touch with you because I know that um, people are listening to this and just like, yes, uh, we we need more. But before we get there, uh, I'd like for you to take off your kind of consultant CEO advisor hat, put on your, uh, I'm sorry, your put on your CEO hat, your, your, you know, your leader founder hat and talk to us a little bit about what the next stage of growth looks like for you in Activate 180. So, so next stage of growth for us, Scott. We um, this is a big scale year for us. Um, we're we're working with some incredible partners. Uh, so we've got some incredible organizations that we're that we're working with and growing with. Um, we've been fortunate that a lot of uh, companies that we do good work with also make a lot of great referrals for us. And so we we're really broadening out. Um, we're, we're creating a lot of new partnerships. So so this year it's really about continuing to take everything. That we have from a process standpoint, from our, our coach community, who we 
value so much. There's nothing more important than the coaches that we have on their team. They're incredible. And it's continuing to expand that out while maintaining and holding on to our, our culture and the foundation of everything that we've done. So that that's what we're taking on. And that's where we're going next. Um, what I love about our internal team at Activate, I I actually sometimes can't believe how how great of a team we have. I but it it astounds me how um you know that probably that same level of, of passion that you can hear from me and that 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 mission driven mentality but also the fun that we have the whole team feels that the whole team embodies it so it's about how do we continue to hold that culture as we grow so that's what we're really focused on um we've we've got some really exciting new companies that we're that we're working with uh that are incredibly progressive that understand what we do how we can help them so it's really just about continuing to expand this offering so we can support more teams and in creating uh, great products um, providing great services and um, the great thing about the companies that we work with is they're there to make a difference so we get to support them with that which is the best thing in the world to me amazing Amazing. All right. So those listening who want to, uh, who just have to find out more, who, who want to, you know, connect with you, find out more about the work that you guys do. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So a couple of different ways. Um, number one, um, you can, you can, Find us on our website, activate180.com. Um, for for any coaches too that that are looking to to partner with an organization and not just have um, their own sole practice, we work with coaches that that do a bit of both. Um, come talk to us. See if it, you know. See if it might be in alignment um, to to join our community. So there's a an opportunity to uh, to connect with us on the site, but also just check out what we do and and, and take a look at that. Um, you can also you can also reach me um, through uh, Instagram is, is probably the social media platform that I that I'm on the most or LinkedIn. Uh, so on, on Instagram, uh, just Zach underscore Ivan underscore Smith. And then on LinkedIn, just Zach Smith activate 180 would love to connect with all of you. Um, but thank you for the time and for uh, our most, most precious commodity. So I thank you, Scott, for, for taking the time and initiating this with me, but also just for anyone listening. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Hope this uh, planted some speeds and, uh, and sparked some ideas for us to keep growing with. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Zach, thanks so much for coming on uh, and sharing your wisdom and advice with us. Uh, I so appreciate it. And to everyone listening, you know, I can only second what Zach said and your time and attention mean the world to us. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. I hope it was as impactful for you as it was for me. And I cannot wait to see you next time. Take care. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show. And make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com, or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.